and you're gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway You can rely on the old man's money You can rely on the old man's money It's a bitch girl, but it's gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway Say money, money won't get you too far, get you too far Got another week of whole uh, snooks for you. Only took one week off this time, so trying to keep up with you, so we can get you uh, more Star Wars talk. Good Star Wars talk. Yeah, we've been on a pretty pretty solid hot streak. I feel like for last. Uh, it's while, basically though. the the Star Wars version of vaccine distribution. You know, we had like a a clog in the pipeline for a while, but we're getting rolling. We're, we're getting it out as we can. <laughs> Good lord! I, can this? Can we not go down that fucking rabbit hole right now? Smokes, inject us directly <laughs> into your arms. Yeah, there you go. Here. We'll leave it there. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Murphy. Um, yeah. Well, I feel like it's we. That's about as much political discussion as I'm interested in having. But uh, yeah, sure. Point taken. Any of our listeners that are still listening and probably have natural immunity to us at this point, so. I mean, yeah, it's hopefully there's some herd immunity at this point, but um, yeah, yep. Uh, yeah, well, I feel like since since we got that crazy announcement, whenever that was, is that like December? I can't even remember where, where they had that like investor announcement. We've been on kind of on a tear since then. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, Chris is, is busy this week, but he said he'll probably be around uh, next week when we uh, get after it. So uh, yeah, we'll keep keep it rolling. Then. Well, well, you want to talk about episode two of the Frog Lady Show, chapter ten? Yeah, yeah, chapter Please ten, the passenger. A controversial take that's not going to end up in a lot of action figures. I will tell you. You don't think so? I know. You're not, I you haven't pre-ordered your Frog Lady Black Series? I feel like it's a necessary uh, accompaniment if you're going with the, with the Child Black Series, which I have. You probably need some Frog Lady eggs. Yeah. Well, that's certainly one man's opinion. Yeah. What, okay, so what, what, do you, what did you think about the Frog Lady I, I, you know, I have thoughts, but. <laughs> I, I, so I, I think uh, this episode definitely gave me like a huge Rebels vibe. Okay. Um, I, I liked it a lot, but that it's definitely a, if you look at every other episode this season, it's kind of a, a little bit of a, a not curveball, but a little bit of a side turn, turn yeah, it left turn instead of a right. Rebels always had one of those episodes where all of a sudden we're getting a, a, a droid solo mission or something, and it's like, you, you know. But I actually, uh, I'm always feeling on the side of like, we watch one of these episodes that's pretty like kind of a standalone narrative, and sometimes there's a silly character, and I usually, I enjoy them. Like, I guess I get, uh, it's, it's comfort watching, and then I actually, one of the things I really liked was the, I feel like the narrative 
advanced in terms of their relationship with uh, uh, Republic, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, when, when yeah. I say Rebels vibe, like that, that is not any knock on it. That's actually like a positive thing. Well, it's funny you say it because, like, for instance, a lot of those episodes where they would take kind of a, a different tack and it's like, oh, this one is a, the, you know, AP5 sing, floating around and singing in space or whatever, like whatever, you know, uh, weird tack they took on a few of those. I think I had to kind of the same reaction with this one where it's like the first time I watch it, when, when they decide to go in a different direction uh narratively to kind of go down a bit of a rabbit hole i the first i i kind of recoil the first time i i see it usually and and for instance and i think because i've rewatched this one like the this is the third time i watched it now um and i've liked it more and more every time i've i've rewatched i think the first time it was like the stinger that we get at the end of the first episode with with uh boba fett and you know you see tamara morrison whatever and and i I, and and certainly the way that the second episode starts i was very much expecting them to pick up with the boba thread like obviously we know how that plays out and that that doesn't happen so but the first time the initial shock of like you know there's a scene at the beginning where it's like literally picks up right after the other episode ends. He's mobbing through the desert on the fucking speeder bike. And these, uh, the bad guys trip him with the trip wire and they jump, try to jump him. I was like, Oh, definitely Boba Fett's going to come right here. Right. And, and so I think it was just like the initial shock of like the first time I saw it where, where I kept being like, are we really not going to get back to that? Are we really not going to get, oh, okay. And then, you know, 20 minutes in, I'm like, okay, we're still doing frog, let frog egg, gags okay all right no boba fett all right no fucking all right we're just gonna okay so it's like i think my that was if you asked me after the first time i watched it i probably honestly would have given it like a five or a six but after re-watching it two more times i definitely have liked it more and more and and i appreciate the whole like ice planet you know monster movie of the week type of vibe and like there's definitely stuff in it that i like and i've appreciated it more but i think it's like you said with some of those rebels episodes and some of it where it's like you're expecting them to pick up these major plot threads that they put out and then all of a sudden they don't which is like very dave filoni but it's just that and i so i think that's why i have that reaction sometimes on on that first one like you literally get filoni showing up to take responsibility <laughs> for it like as one <laughs> yeah 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 right well he was in the he was in in one of the episodes last season too as a, as a same the same character whatever his oh. name is wolf something or whatever because he's obsessed with wolves but um <laughs> i did think it was a little funny like in the beginning of the episode though when right they're they're still on tatooine and and he's coming through the desert and these dudes are like sitting there waiting and they pull the fucking trip wire. It's like, this, how the fuck did they know? Like they're just happened to be in the perfect spot in the middle of the desert. Cause he's still a long ways from town at that point. And like, I don't know, maybe that's just like the only fucking Canyon you can go through. And like, they clearly, I'm sure there's some explanation, but I was just like, how the fuck 
Like, did you know that he was going to come back in that exact fucking spot? Like, it just, I, don't yeah, know. I, mean, I just thought that was an oddly convenient, specific spot where they happen to fucking set it up like that. But yeah, that's well, just I mean, me I, picking nits. I feel like Star Wars, I just always assume there's always scavengers in the desert trying to grab stuff from you. So I, I, I bought it. Right. The other character that, like, I, I like more and more every time I, like, watch any scene with her is Amy, Amy Sedaris, like the baby. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's her character's name? I don't even know. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, because she's been in, like, what, two or three episodes yeah. now, right? And this the scene where she's, like, playing cards with the uh, with the ant guy. Fucking ant. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Mandible. Yeah. And, like, she, like, tells, like, oh, all right, you got to pay, pay for his hand, and then she wins and basically takes his money. And then she goes on to that, and, like, the, the whole setup for, like, the fro- frog thing is, like, oh, yeah, I trust her with my life. How long have you known her? Like 10 minutes. <laughs> like, all right. That's, right. that's uh, good stuff. I love her, her 90s uh, hairstyle. Like the, the perm. Uh, it's really a bold move for Star Wars world building. Well, isn't, but I mean, isn't she supposed to, isn't her, her like whole aesthetic and her outfit and her hair, isn't that all supposed to be based on um, Ripley from Alien? That's what I've heard. I didn't hear that. Yeah, that's yeah. used to be, but hey. Um, it looks like her character's name is Peli, P-E-L-I, Motto, M-O-T-T-O. I don't know. But yeah, it's the third episode. Peli Motto, um, which I don't think they've ever said her name out loud. That's just what it is, I guess. But yeah, yeah like I think, and, and I, I really like how they brought in the pit droids with all her, her scenes and like <laughs> they fucking – Cooking up the the crate dragon meat on the fucking uh, um, the like pod racer engine or whatever they're using there. Yeah. Uh, also, I didn't realize it uh, at the time, but this episode is also like the last episode is directed by Peyton Reed, who's the director of Ant Man. So I guess it makes sense that they would that he would put in the giant fucking ant character. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't make more sense now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like, okay, so one thing that def- that did bug me about this episode is that, like, I, I feel it feels like the um, it's in has some inconsistency when it comes to the whole egg joke or the running gag with the eggs because because they make several points along the way about how. This is literally the last of a species, and they're the you know <laughs> they're going on this mission, which is super dramatic and and emotional for these these frog people. And yeah, you, and you get a little Grogu like looking at her like, oh, maybe I shouldn't like, eat the eggs. Yeah, like they build it up several times at several different points about it being this big deal, and all oh, they can't. It's so precious cargo and they, you know, if they fuck it up, their species will literally end. And then they turn around at four or five different times in the episode and they're, and they're just like, ah, isn't that funny? He keeps eating their babies. <laughs> yeah. It's like, they, it's like they, yeah, they... it's funny, but it's all, it's just, I don't know. It just seems kind of inconsistent. Yeah, I, I, with I how think they're... a lot of people had a problem with that. I, I did. I thought it was hilarious, but the fact that oh, yeah. it is just like so much of a little shit that like, he's a carnivore dude yeah. it's like he eats all kinds of fuck i mean like he's eating like live frogs and shit in the last one or last season <laughs> then he's um, like, uh, the spider thing yeah right 
which I was dead set convinced that that was going to bite him on the face. And when he comes waddling back, like running away from the spiders, <laughs> I, I fucking died inside. I, think um, it's, um, I, I really appreciate uh, in some species extinction jokes. You know, we're living in the 21st century, so the, like, the dark humor <laughs> of species extinction is I mean, fine. yeah, no, I'm not saying I didn't think it was funny. I just felt like it, they, they bounced back and forth between playing up the drama about this this gal basically trying to fight for the existence of her species and then like juxtaposing that with <laughs> isn't that funny he ate another one of her babies <laughs> yes yeah, like the, the biggest like plot in the, in the episode is also like the biggest like comic relief thing with with baby yeah next yeah and what's the last shot of the episode it's him sneaking in the well oh he got one more <laughs> he's eating one more egg and uh, I don't know. I just thought it was silly. I mean, not, I'm not saying it's like a, a bad thing or anything. It just, I just thought it was kind of funny. Okay, here's the other gripe about the eggs, though, is that they, they make a point. It's, okay, we can't go hyperspeed because these eggs, they get fucking jostled around too much. They're going to die, right? And then yet they're t- like, they first of all, she just leaves them initially down in the cargo bay and is not even they're not even strapped in or not even holding on to them this precious cargo that if it gets jostled around it's gonna fucking kill them all and and then the ship crashes like four fucking times violently and that doesn't seem to harm them at all we need to think about what saving the species from extinction actually means like in an ecological sense because all right here we go they're down to to, to only two on um, one mating pair so the genetic diversity is already gone i mean their kids are going to well, start did, did they make it clear that these were the last two members of the species or was it just her family line oh, i'm I pretty sure they said species okay. yeah so like the grandkids are going to have birth defects like you wouldn't believe and they're already just so oblivious to like as you were <laughs> saying they're just like leaving the eggs in the cargo bay and it's like there's an element of natural selection here that may not be fixable just by like a, a well-meaning Mandalorian. Yeah. Well, this, and this goes back to one of our earliest conversations ever on this show about cross-pollination between species and Star Wars. It's like, well, how are they going to continue their line then without any genetic diversity? Or maybe they're going to cross-pollinate with some Mon Calamari's or some that's the, right option. the other people who live on that planet, right? Who they yeah. can cross, cross-breed with. It's, but okay, so it's it. She did say that her and her husband were the last of their species, which meant the eggs were the last chance they had before total extinction. So yeah, they did gotcha. say that. Okay. Yeah. Also, they didn't. They literally gave, named her Frog Lady. Like in 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 the credits, they they give Amy Sedaris' character a name, even though they never say the name on screen. But in the credits, it's quite literally just says yeah. Frog Lady. Uh, so like that, all that means. She basically doesn't even have plot armor at this point. Yeah. She's not in the credits, you know. It's like, the kid, what, I mean, are the kids going to be frog kids then? I mean, that's yeah. their- well, it's just funny to me of like the the depth that that Star Wars usually goes to in those minute details where yeah. you can look up in a fucking visual dictionary this background character in the casino on Canto Bite, and there's his name, and there's a paragraph about him, and yet the a main character that they created. To be one of the 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 only characters in this fucking entire and, episode of this show, they didn't like, even bother to. 
<laughs> the fact that she hacks into like a droid to, to speak English or speak yeah like she's she's not like a, a throwaway character either like but she probably should have thought right. of that earlier maybe you know the species might have like uh, managed to well, head they, off the a little bit with you know some yeah, translator that's the thing that's the thing that exists in Star Wars there's um in in uh in Rebels you see several different not all of them have it, but but some several occasions you see an Arthurian. There's a bartender on Lothal who's an Arthurian, and he has this. It's just like a little fucking speaker thing strapped to his neck, basically. That's a little translator device. So that's it's like a thing in Star Wars. But I mean, obviously, for the yeah, purposes they... of the plot, they wanted to not have that be a thing and have it come up later, or what have you, with the like Danny said, where where she brings a droid back to life also i kind of found it weird that like however many months or whatever later he's still tooling around with all, all those fucking droid parts just like in his cargo bay but um yeah i don't I also how did she not fucking notice that he had like fucking i don't know five or ten of her children there aren't if there aren't that many you think she would have at least yeah, counted them at some point you go, okay bad at math and uh, yeah but she can but she can reprogram an assassin droid but she can't count to 30 like (laughs) like it started with it started with 30 and at the end it's like four and she's like oh it looks fine to me yeah it's all good and then and then they agree to take care of the baby again in the next episode for part of it and he's just like hanging out and and obviously he he learns to not eat the other ones that he that he spared, but it's just I don't know. I just thought some of that stuff was pretty funny. Where it's just you know they they <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was silly. Uh, just that she didn't fucking notice somehow through all of that. Um, yeah, like he waits till all of them are asleep at the end and just pops one more in his mouth. <laughs> right, and it's just like ah, <laughs> that's silly. Um, but uh, I. Oh, speaking of shit that just fucking absolutely killed me, the when when they uh, post up in their little uh, cubby hole to take a nap, and and fucking gro- goo curls up on him like a little kitten. I just fucking died. It was so cute. Um, I think the saving grace of this episode is there were more like cute Grogu moments than probably in any other episode. That yeah, is, that is fair to say. Um. I like the spiders. I mean, they're scary as fuck. Like, I obviously, I'm, I will knows that I'm fucking terrified of spiders. And so it was uh, some good exposure therapy for me, let's say, uh, to watch it. But weirdly, the part that fucking freaked me out the most, I don't know why, it was just like such a tiny, weird little detail, but visual effect that really got to me. It's, when when they're scramble all the way back and and they're um, hanging out in the cockpit and then you see the spiders' uh, legs scrambling across the window and 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 kind of displacing the snow. I don't know, like just for some reason that they they nailed that effect so fucking perfectly where where it's you know what I mean like leaving weird little creepy spider trails in the snow. Like it just fucking gave me like shivers. I like I. I absolutely hated that, but I, I I was so excited when he p- turned on his fucking flamethrower and torched those motherfuckers. It it gave me a lot of a lot of joy. Yeah, this. this uh, you remember when we were trying to watch the movie Eight Legged Freeze? Yeah, that's you know. <laughs> a, oh no, the traumatic event that caused me to spend two decades being terrified of spiders. No, I don't remember that at all. 
you fucking ass. All I did was like the little, like, uh, the oh, all, yeah. spreading over the knee kind of thing. Oh, you mean like pretending to run your fingers up my fucking leg like a spider was trying to attack me while watching a movie about spiders murdering people when oh, I was like classic. fucking that's, seven? That's yeah. classic. Uh, I'm sure if I actually uh, saw that one. It's, it's good. I mean, it's like a yeah, pretty I, corny, like, 80s, 90s movie. Yeah, I remember seeing it in Blockbuster all the time and never picking it up. Yeah. I, I don't know that I could ever rewatch it. I mean, maybe I, maybe that's maybe that's the exposure therapy I really need is to rewatch the thing that caused my fucking... There was a video game we had on the computer, and it was stressful as Eight-legged hell. Eight-legged freaks. Yeah, it was brutal to play that game. Yeah. very worrying. <laughs> I've been replaying Skyrim... And and even even when these fucking frostbite spiders will drop down on me in a cave, I just I like want to throw my fucking controller on the at the TV. Like I get, it's just such a visceral reaction when I see spiders. I just want to set them on fire, smash them with hammers. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with spiders. They don't really bother me too much. And there was actually like a Rebels episode that had spiders in it too. They were different, like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're similar looking, but they're not yeah, they had, the same. They species. had like a different mouth or something. Yeah, I think they're both kind of generally based on this that like Ralph McQuarrie art, but yeah, yeah. they're they're not not exactly the same. Um, kind of reminded me of the spiders, which I'm sure they're all based on the, the same type of art or what have you. But um, if uh, in Knights of the Old Republic, when you get to whatever the planet is where the Jedi temple and you have to go clear out a bunch of caves. There's a bunch of weird like spiders that, that are kind of similar looking in, in those ones too. Um, not that that's fucking really that interesting. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I like, I definitely enjoyed it more. Like I said, the more that I've rewatched it, um, I think, <laughs> I do think it was a little, no, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say the one thing, like, because I was very invested in the uh, the Razor Crest just as not getting destroyed, which obviously <sighs> later in the season. But like the the uh, the abuse the the Razor Crest takes in this in this one is it's pretty hard to watch considering Bro, the hundred thirty dollar yeah. limit. But I fuck man, even like the whole season really up until oh, yeah. it gets gets iced. Even in the next episode, even when they limp to the fucking planet and then they like he's dropped in the yeah. ocean and oh, and it's just absolutely beat to shit. I I do find that's and we can get into that more when we get to the Boba episode in depth or whatever. But I, I do still find it pretty odd that they yeah created this brand new I would argue iconic looking ship, which is not always that easy to do. And, and it's like the hero ship and, and this, that, and the other. And the <laughs> Hasbro just fucking put out this whole thing. I don't know if you saw that where, where um, it's like a three and three quarter inch scale uh, uh, Razor Crest that they had been selling and that they had just put out a pre-order and like all these hundreds or thousands of people paid several hundred dollars each for this pre-order of this thing and then like a week or two later was the episode where it got fucking blown up and people were real pissed about it all i like whatever like you still aren't gonna want the fucking toy because it blew up but whatever anyway i just thought that was funny um and and just kind of a weird decision but i i i do i do hope that either he gets another 
because Razor Crest is just like yeah. a type of ship, right? But I, I do hope that he either gets another Razor Crest or I think it would be super dope if he gets one of those Mandalorian starfighters like Bo Katan has or like we see Darth Maul have yeah. in, in Clone Wars and Rebels and whatnot. Because I think that would be a cool replacement. Yeah, like an, I, I don't want him to see just to like adopt or be adopted into like the uh, Boba Fett Slave One crew. Like I want to see him have his ship again, but for real. Obviously, can't rebuild the. Uh, we'll, we'll get to yeah, that episode bit by bit. Yeah, but but you know it's funny. I I heard a lot of people right after that saying like, "Oh, well, Boba Fett's just gonna give him the slave one." I was like, I I never really understood that, and I like I don't. I think that's really not likely, and especially because they've kind of gone their separate ways now, and whatever. Clearly, they'll hook back up at some point, but. Yeah, I think that would be really weird too. I think it's it's yeah. I don't know. That was just one of the things that took me the most by surprise, and I I still maintain that the episode titled "The Tragedy" is not about the child getting stolen. It's about his car getting fucking blown up. I agree. <laughs> um, one thing that I really that was, I don't know, it, maybe a little confusing to me at the end of the episode is obviously the um the 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 new republic x-wing pilots of dave floney and and the uh, the other dude uh they roll in and and they blast all these fucking spiders and then they just fucking leave him there to freeze to death basically <laughs> Like, hey, we took all this time and effort to come down here and save your life. And uh, see ya. <laughs> yeah, they're not a... <laughs> like, he even says, like, no, nah, we're not going to do that. Like, we're just going to... I have a theory about that. Because so far, all, <laughs> all of the New Republic pilots that we've seen are... Less less than in good shape, let's say. Maybe yeah. uh, haven't skipped too many meals. <laughs> and so maybe I think they were just like, fuck, I'm not climbing all the way down there and climbing all the way back up here, man. That's That sounds like a whole lot of work. That sounds like a whole thing. <laughs> like, I don't know. Are, are all the X-Wing pilots overweight in the near public? Are they just fucking... I mean, I guess you don't really have to have a lot of cardio. You're just kind of sitting in a chair... You well, know, I, mean, I, I don't know. We to, what we really need to do is get a listing of last names because in the original trilogy, uh, body mass of X-wing pilots was predicted by the amount of like uh, what because because of, of Porkins. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, that's fair. The the people who are active are gonna have names like uh, Tall Strider, or you know, like something yes. where like basically Lego. <laughs> Uh, children's character, like the protagonist of a Lego video game, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hand slider. Uh, okay, so the the Korean dude is uh, from Kim's Convenience. His his name is Captain Carson Teva, T-E-V-A. So that's pretty... Uh, yeah, that's, nah. that's, I mean, that's like, uh, you know, those are like Birkenstocks, right? Like... Uh, <laughs> 
like but Tiva. he does look like a guy that wears Tevas. It's Joe Margarita, yeah. basically. You know, it's like yeah, you're fair enough. Okay, what Filoni is Trapper Wolf. You have to exclude Filoni because he must think of his character as like the coolest dude. Well, he's just obsessed with wolves. Like you, you know, he's like Commander wolf in the clone wars and like every time you see him he's got the little like uh wolf logo from the clone wars on his fucking he, hat like he he's obsessed. Three, and he put all his yeah. wolves and rebels like, wolf moon shirts yeah i mean i, I gotta i'm sure i'm sure he probably does <laughs> i gotta give him the benefit of the doubt like he, if he uh, if he created his own name that's that's perfectly fine like he yeah he, he yeah anything. oh yeah i mean i would expect nothing less it's corny as fuck trapper wolf but <laughs> let's try to see what else we got here in new republic pilot names uh and it well because then there was um uh rick famuyua and deborah chow so her deborah chow and for because they played ones in season one her her name is sash ketter and and it doesn't does it say, it doesn't show Rick family family you were his name, I can't say his fucking name apparently, um, but yeah I just thought that was funny. Also like I have to wonder, are one or both of those going to be central or at least maybe side characters in the Rangers of the New Republic since they've spent a fair amount of time establishing at least uh, Captain Tiva's. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i don't know It'd be interesting. Yeah, they, they, I, I, I was saying before no go ahead yeah they, i feel like they definitely have to get a, a, at least as much or if not more exposure in the uh ragers right I'd, I'd be surprised if if at least uh captain tiva doesn't show up but um uh i think it would be dope like i was saying before if uh they kind of pick up from the uh the aftermath books where they've got kind of their own little rebels or like firefly type of crew where they're basically going around um hunting ex-imperials in the it like you said it's a lot like the like nazi hunters who who went and hunted down nazis in argentina and whatnot in the 50s and 60s after world war ii um and there's a lot of cool, cool storylines in there that I think would be interesting to to see them kind of cross over with with some of the stuff that's going on in Mando. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Overall, I'd say that I'd probably give it like a seven. I didn't hate it, and I've definitely enjoyed it more the more that I've watched it. But at the same time, like I said, the, if you would ask me after the first time, I've just on the disappointment of it not pick. Not only did it not pick up the Boba Fett thread, it just was kind of like a bottle episode of, hey, it's a frog lady adventure with spiders. And <laughs> like I said, there's there's plenty of good stuff in there. And, and the more I've watched it, the more I've enjoyed it. But yeah, I, I, I de- I'd say at this point, uh, after three watches, I, I'd give it a, a solid seven. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm in a similar boat. I mean, I think that this episode, uh, while it has all the hallmarks of a Mandalorian episode, which means that it's among my favorite type of TV, like it's going to be gathering dust for a while. I don't think that I'm going to rewatch it unless I do a full season rewatch. And I would put it 
uh, I mean, I was just looking at the, you know, the episode rating scores and it's pretty, it's, it's the only one that even gets below like a nine on IMDb. I think it's, it's just, uh, I would, I would not give it a seven, but I might give it like a seven and a half. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I know how it it seems to be a type of episode that we can, that plays a role in terms of a season trajectory. So I'm not going to hate on it, but uh, that's about where I'm at too. Yeah. Like I, I, I think I'm going to lean on a seven. Like I, I want to give it like closer to like a six, just because like when you compare it to the other episodes, like, I don't. I don't think any. If, if I just like watch a Mandalorian episode, I don't think anything can be less than a seven. Yeah. Like if if it's compared like as to the other episodes, probably lean closer to six. But yeah, that's a fair point though, because because when it's it's okay on its own for what it is, but once you know, especially early in the season, because you don't know about all the other stuff that's coming yet to an yeah. extent. But yeah, when you compare it to. The Ahsoka reveal, the Boba reveal, the Luke reveal. It's like, okay, yeah, it's a little... Or even the Bill Burr episode, all right? You know, it's like, yeah. it's, it's yeah, like you said, it, it, on its own, it's probably a seven, but when you stack it up next to, I would argue, some of the most amazing and iconic things we've gotten in Star Wars yeah, ever yeah. in yeah. my book, that, that it's, yeah, it's hard for that to really hold too much water. But yeah, like... That said, like I had no problem watching this again and like enjoying every every second of it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Once you take it, I, I think part of what Matt was saying is like you take it out of the context of your expectations for like, you know, we were left so uh sort of tantalized at the end blue of blue balls. Episode. Yeah. Without yeah. once you have the security of knowing where the season is going and everything, you could just enjoy it for what it is. You know? Right. I don't know. I guess I was just kind of like expecting Boba Fett not to actually show up until like the last episode or two, which I guess he came up like three episodes left, but yeah. So that was kind of my expectation. So that's, I, I didn't have that angle when I first watched it. So it, it got me to the next week. Like it. Right. It, move the story a little bit and kind of introduce this funky frog lady so it kind of had like <laughs> star wars crazy characters right so I, I dig it but so, uh yeah no i mean i i think that that all is is i i can agree with all that um yeah like you said it's for what it is it's fine but when you like th- those other things are just so fucking yeah, monumental it, it that it's hard to, yeah, it doesn't to stack you, up like, blow you away or kind of leave you like it served its purpose right yeah. like you said to move the plot for okay this is his reason to her husband sauce the mandalorians and so okay that's the re- you know what i mean like it, it, it served the purpose that it needed to serve to to move the overall story forward it just yeah like it wasn't i i'd say easily the weakest of all the episodes from both seasons but at the same time still better than most other televisions yeah i i, I think the best way i can sum up my feelings is that just before we were going to do this podcast, I was like, I wonder what episode we're going to be talking about today. And I looked it up and I was like, 
All the frog ones. <laughs> yeah, but like Danny said, you know, even when I went to rewatch it, like this most recent time, I enjoyed it. You know what I mean? It's just it's just that it's not yeah. this fucking earth shattering, mind blowing, ball exploding things that yeah, I, you get I, in some of the other episodes. I think I still have to put the uh the gunslinger episode from last season below this one. If I if I had gun- to Oh okay with the where yeah. where where um he goes to Tatooine the first time. Yeah I actually like, really yeah. liked that episode. <laughs> yeah I, honestly I I do I get why people don't didn't like it but I would say that I'm more closer to wh- where Will's at, where I enjoyed it probably more for a lot of, like, as, you know, it, I, I probably more enjoyed it for, for a lot of the um, old-timey Western movie references that yeah. they were making with some of it. But, but yeah, I, I get why people were... I think mostly people, at least most of the people that I've heard, were just very put off by the fucking yeah. character. Of, I, I, th- of I think the... like the hate for that character got blown out of proportion, but like. <laughs> but you're supposed to hate that character. Yeah, like he. So that he... means he did a good job. I think. It's like that's such an old classic. Western Although didn't, trope, the, though, didn't of... the guy that played that character like turn out to be like? Yeah, he was a bad. dick on social media. I don't. So know I really wonder he said, if he's but... like a great actor or if he just actually is a d hole. Right, and... probably actually <laughs> is just a dick. But and so I don't think that helped people's perception of it when, boba, quit chewing on yourself. Um, I don't think that helped people's perception of it because he acts like a dick in the show and then he was a dick on Twitter about, I don't even know what he, I think I want to say it was talking shit about Rise of Skywalker or whatever the fuck yeah. it was. It doesn't yeah. matter. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it just because it's like, that. that is definitely an old timey Western movie trope of, you know, the, the hot shit young gunslinger who is, you know, too big for his britches and, and thinks that he's, fucking all that in a bag of chips and and then he gets gets his ass handed to him by the the old crusty old gunslinger so i don't know like i I get why people didn't like it or why people didn't like that that human but yeah i didn't i didn't hate it actually i i really i think um that appreciation for just the kind of quiet solo narrative in the style of these old movies and like uh with with the frog lady episode it kind of just reminded me of like uh, an issue of a comic you know where it's like maybe it's not your favorite story but you kind of like appreciate the trajectory and i guess that's why i liked it more than i otherwise would have and uh i think i one thing i love in general about this show is how it is tapping into those kind of uh themes and styles in that genre and and, uh, and, I, and I, maybe i do have to probably give it a, a rewatch to really get give a fair opinion on it but like i i remember seeing it and just not it just didn't quite click with me and that was the one episode I, I don't think i ever actually rewatched. oh really yeah yeah i'd say it's worth a rewatch at some point just because it's it's another one of those where i i kind of like this episode where i didn't enjoy it that much quite as much the first time but then i rewatched it a time and then maybe another time after that and and definitely gotcha. liked it more and more the more i watched it but i also didn't 
necessarily dislike it that much to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, and even like the the Toro guy that I like, I, I know he's supposed to be playing like an, an unlikable character, but it's almost so unlikable that it like takes <laughs> like out of the uh, Star Wars. So yeah, I got you. Well, shit. Uh, yeah. Um, good, good, good talk. Um, I don't really have much. I mean, there's a couple other things we could talk about, but I feel like we could uh, just easily save that for for yep. next week when when Chris is back around. Um, because I'm sure he'd want to talk about some of the video game stuff. Yeah, I think we should wait. We'll, yeah. We should have Chris around when we do video game news. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then at some point, I th- I was gonna say too, we should because uh, because I haven't actually touched base with you guys too much uh, about uh, Wandavision, but yeah, we should talk about that maybe next week too, if if everybody has seen yeah, it, is seen there it by then. This week, I before yeah. I respond to it, I kind of want to see what the next. Uh, I watched the first two episodes and then. Yeah. yeah, there's a third one out, and then by next time, next week, by the time we go, there'll be the fourth one will be out by then. All yeah, right, let's let's talk about it next week because I'm yep. really uh, unsure what to think, and I get the sense that there's some developments coming. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, some things happen in the third episode that are kind of the the first two episodes are kind of a lot of stage setting. I feel like, and and in the third one, toward, especially towards the middle and the end of the third episode, they they kind of yeah. kickstart the the plot a little more and and throw it into high gear a little more a little bit more. Well, I, I'd say like third year. That's not quite all the way there yet i feel like yeah right it's like you yeah okay by the very end of the episode (laughs) you're like all right shit is now definitely gonna start going down a little bit more but it's i I appreciate that they're taking their time with it and and yeah i I love like i'm actually like tuning in like this this first thing i guess since the mandalorian obviously but like i i like count down to like when i can actually see it and like look forward to watching it when as soon as i can like the the day it comes out yeah, I've been doing the same thing, like you said, like with Mando, of just of like waking up and watching it before I go yep. to work. Um, I, yeah, I've enjoyed it a lot so far. Though yeah, I don't it's, have it it's quite weird as fuck, but I like it. Episode three, I didn't like wait till the three a.m. to watch it, but like I definitely watched it right before I took my first uh, call for work. So, right. Um, and then I don't know if, if, if uh, we we don't have to talk about this next week necessarily or some point down the road, but I don't know if y'all have had a chance to watch the new Wonder Woman either. I have not gotten a chance to see I it. I haven't watched it yet either. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm just got access figured out to, to HBO. Okay, we're. Um, I think I might be the only person who actually in the world who actually liked that movie. I don't know from what it sounds from what I've other. It's like I enjoyed the shit out of it. It's one of those things like we talked about before where it's where, you know, like I watched it and had the reaction to it that I had and then uh, heard other people be like, oh, what the fuck? Dumbass, stupid. I was like, oh, that's okay. I surprised. It's it's very weird. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Yeah. But like, so is so is uh, WandaVision. You know what I mean? Like it's I would say they're kind of comparably weird, you know what I mean? It, it leans pretty hard into the some of some of the like silly, campy bullshit about comic book movies. But I don't know. I fucking I enjoyed it, so I, I'd say yeah, give it a shot at some point. And 
you know, don't let other people, other people pissing your ear too much about it. But it, it, you know, if you don't like, it, you don't like it. But I was just very surprised by. I mean, I shouldn't have been surprised because I've been on the internet before. <laughs> yeah. But it was just funny to me because I don't know. I like I said, it's I I like not going and and intentionally seeking out and reading a bunch of all the negative shit. I was just like, oh, I watched it uh, with my cousin actually, Tom. Uh, well, our cousin Tom came over on um, was it Christmas? Maybe that he? Uh, yeah, I don't. I think it was Christmas when we watched it. Um, but yeah, it was, it's fucking weird, but I, I liked it. Yeah. The only thing I knew about it was like, it, it, it's like pre pre like critics reviews, like said it was like amazing or like said it was yeah. like another solid movie. And then it kind of like dwindled. And I think I'm just going off of like the Rotten Tomatoes score, but like, I think it started in the eighties and then went down to like the sixties. Huh? Yeah. It's interesting where to me, it's like, it's one of those things where, you know, for instance, a movie like The Last Jedi or Rise of Skywalker or shit, even something like Avengers Endgame, honestly, where to me, when 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 somebody doesn't like one of those movies, they then they they pick on the plot not making sense as as like, oh, it's so fucking stupid, and oh, I can't believe this ridiculous. Like, if you look at Endgame, it's the most fucking ridiculous, nonsensical plot ever. Like, it's fucking stupid on paper. It's to me, so it's like it's just about whether or not those moments and those performances in those movies landed for you as an individual or not right it's like because because if they land and those moments obviously for me and most people for endgame those moments land like a fucking haymaker punch you know what i mean they're just boom 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 the whole way through but if you actually try to analyze that movie from a logical point of view doesn't make any goddamn sense but it's still a good movie because those moments and those performances land so it's just interesting where where something like Last Jedi or Rise of Skywalker or, the, for instance, this Wonder Woman movie where if those moments don't land or those performances don't click for, for people, then they go, well, the plot's fucking stupid. And, oh, there's, there's so many plot holes. and It's like, well, all right. But you could just say that the, you didn't like it or like you didn't, the performance or those moments. Like, what? It's just always interesting to me that that becomes – when somebody doesn't like a movie, that becomes a real easy cannon fodder piece. I'm always amazed at the number of people that sign up to watch a fictional show or movie about like superheroes or whatever. And then they're like, well, that's not a very realistic plot. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay, well, I think you might have missed it. But if you like it, you're willing to forgive any plot holes. You know what I mean? It's like, you try to you start poking holes in Endgame, you can fucking you'll have a, a cheesecloth here pretty quick. Like it's you know what I mean? It's 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 pretty easy to to use that as a, a way to to tear down something that you don't like. If you don't like it, that's fine. But it's just always funny to me when and I think so much of it comes from and I learned this from Force Awakens and and Last Jedi and and even Rise of Skywalker, or whatever. That like when I go in with this set of concrete expectations i need to see x y and z to happen 
for me to enjoy this movie. And turns out I wasn't involved in making the movie and they didn't fucking ask my opinion. And so my expectations never really had a chance of being met because you know what I'm saying? Like you go in and you decide all these things have to fucking happen and then they don't happen. You go, oh, all these fucking idiots are just ruining Star Wars and blah, 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 and all this type of shit. Where if you go in and go, well, I hope X, Y, and Z might happen, and that would be cool if that happens, but but you don't pin all of your fucking hopes and dreams on that, then I think it's a lot le- you're a lot less likely to get that like really angry, psychotic internet reaction that, that we get all the fucking time. Yeah, people can't just not like a movie and just that be that. It has to be like, take this movie down, take the director down. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's like it's like as if they feel like the director of a movie they didn't like owes like owes them something on a personal level. Yeah, because they made a piece of art <laughs> that they didn't like. Can you fucking imagine? Like, it's just so funny to me. And so, like in any other context, like some I don't know, some painter makes a fucking beautiful painting, but then somebody, well, I wanted you to do it this way, and you didn't, so fuck you and everyone like you and you owe me this and that and uh, I'm just gonna go online and fucking shit on you no, yeah, like, I, I, like Jesus I know I've, I've seen like angry tweets and like little headlines about like is is uh Patty Jenkins is this gonna like get her removed from like the Star Wars project it's like, oh Jesus on. I hope not yeah <laughs> uh, imagine like um, like somebody was telling you a story right and you were sitting down with them and they were telling you a story and then like you were, there was a group of people sitting around and, you know, somebody's like getting to the climax of the plot and they, they say something and somebody stands up and goes, well, that's bullshit. I don't want to like, you'd be like the kid in um, uh, what's the Fred's Savage character in the um, Princess, Princess Bride. Bride. It's just like, just shut up and let me get, to, you know, where it's like the entitlement for people to just, just yeah. launch into these tyrants it's like that's what it is though it's entitlement i think yeah. you hit the fucking nail on the head and i you know it's just so silly and I, I hope that it doesn't they don't like pull her off that project and i still hope ryan johnson gets to make his fucking trilogy that they said he was gonna get to make and all this type of thing and so i don't know i just i hope that they don't let all that shit uh m- make them you know completely fucking change their tack on on what they're yeah. gonna do but you know no i think then, change at this point will probably be more just a uh, global pandemic related right but it's like if you because if you give into that if you fucking let the mob win and let them know that they can manipulate you like that then you've immediately lost like you don't like how are you ever once they know that once they've had it they've done that successfully once they're just going to fucking do it every time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah well, uh, it's all right. We'll just keep solving the world's problems for him. And someday he'll come and ask us because we won't give him the answers. Yep. We will. On a positive <laughs> note, uh, anything else? I, I guess there's not really a whole ton of news. I guess you said mentioned there's like some, video game stuff to talk about next week but yeah i will hold off for chris because he's going to be cool. less knowledgeable great 
gamer expert. Cool. Well, yeah, um, that's all I got. Um, you boys got anything else? Nope. If you want to update on the game, I think the Chiefs are up 21 to 9. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. That was fast. I, Damn, I, it was 9 nothing when I fucking yeah. paused it. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, shit, all right. Attention, Patrick Mahomes goes off, but. Damn. The bills, all right. You know, the Bills are going to build at some point, so. The Bills is the Bills, just like the Browns is the Browns. Well, <laughs> well I mean, if they were really going to be like the Bills, they would make it to the Super Bowl and then lose, but. Yeah. I'm sure the Bills fans will be just as disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, yeah, that's. That, if the Bills honestly, do lose, we can bring on Brian Gear to sort of defend, the, you know, sort of do a post. Yeah, shout out Brian Gear. Uh, sorry if they lose. Um, you know, you're used to it by now. So. I think the thing is, true Bills fans haven't even really bought in yet. They're like, oh no, they're kind of like, well, we'll see. We'll wait until yeah. 10 minutes after the fourth quarter. Of the yeah. Bowl in We've been burned too many times before. Like, that's just absolutely unfucking believable to me to go to the Super Bowl four years in a row and lose every single time. Like, it's just that's insane. That's why I understand why, like, their fans throw each other at their tables. Like, oh, for real, man. Right. Yeah. Like, that's just what, yeah, it's just a coping mechanism to, to deal with the, how fucked yeah, up the world is at that point. No like, idea. I spent. I spent quite a few years as as a Saints fan when we were fucking brutally terrible with Aaron Brooks and Jim Hazlitt, like, and we were brutally terrible for forty years before that. I mean, I was a Saints fan like nineteen ninety eight to two thousand and six was the first time we had a decent team. So it was damn near a decade of of being the Aints, and so like I can I can fucking relate on on that, but. Not, not even to the level. Like I, I, I can relate in that. For now, for the last four years straight, we've had brutal fucking exits from the playoffs. But yeah. it's like I mean, that's not. Like to, if you spice up like a trajectory of sucking with like an occasional brutal defeat in the Super Bowl, it really does crush this. Like as a Panthers fan, my only experiences are. You know, we're we're eight and eight, and we miss the playoffs, or we lose the Super Bowl after ten years of sucking, and so it does. It does did you lose so to the Patriots both times, or no? Who did no, you lose the, to? The... We lost to the fucking Broncos the second time. That's right. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Peyton Manning, who was basically just taped together, rolling. The Dude, yeah, he was such a joke that season. No. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, that's brutal. I, I mean, I get it. Like, I, I, I don't get it. Well, I, but think I get the Bills. It. Uh, you know, was was Rex Ryan the Bills coach during the whole foot fetish thing? Because that, like, I don't. Mm, think I he think would... he was still with the Jets at that point. Yeah. Yeah, Rex Ryan. I mean, look, hey, let's not kink shame people <laughs> for uh, foot I mean, fetish. You know, like, I mean, look, you don't look. I'm just saying, like, there's no need to kink shame people for having a foot fetish. Like, there's nothing wrong with the feet. You got to do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah, if, if you're doing it in a consensual way. Especially hey, if, yeah. you're, if you're, you know, coaching the Bills, there's not that much else to do. So. Yeah, well, it's at the November, time. December. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, anyway. All right, fellas. Well, on that note, um, we'll yep. see you next week, huh? Yep. Sounds like a, like that's a wrap. But uh, 
I guess we do have like an email and stuff out there. You can probably think about getting that stuff. Oh yeah. We oh should. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, we'll, we'll, yeah. We'll what, worry it, about it. What, is it just Holland Snokes at Gmail? Is that what was that what it was? Yeah, Holland Snokes at gmail.com. That's where you can any any of those crazy listeners out there can can hit us up. We can That's remember crazy. the password. Uh, send us an email and we'll. Uh, and I, I had, uh, I had, a, I was trying to remember what what the segment was called. Was it um, something like what? Because it, it was like a spinoff of "Dude, fuck that guy," and like you know, it really grinds my gears from Family Guy. I was say, ass. was it what chaps what chaps my ass? ass? Yeah, yeah. My I can't ass. remember what it was, but I'm gonna try to. Because last week at some point, I I thought of one that I really wanted to to do, but I've I've forgotten it. So I'll try to remember by next week to to bring back the return of that segment of you know, it really good. chaps my ass. Because we'll my ass has been chapping, but I can't remember why. Uh, Maybe we can work up like a graphic. I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do with Photoshop to maybe produce a Matt kind of Peter Griffin grinds my gears type of <laughs> thing to accompany the same. <laughs> All right. Hey, don't don't threaten me with a good time. There we go. All right. All right, boys. See ya. All right. Adios.